Welcome to The Daily Dose, a bite-sized episode of The Daily Former, a podcast about how the far right does not have to be the rest or the end of your life. With me, I have Jamie, Brad, and Lauren, and we are discussing how the far right uses deflection to cover up either their intentions, their actions, or things that they just don't want you to think about so they can get away with their bigger schemes. Their dude, Trump, right now is not having a good go of things in the background. So, you know, why not make up Taylor Swift is a Satanist overlord? Why not throw that out there? And then people will be like, oh, weird. That's weird. I like her. What happened? And then they'll go look that up. But really what's happening is some pretty big things like the AIDS been cut off to Ukraine, like legit huge things happening all in the background. But they tend to want to, it's like the the song that came out not too long ago with Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald. That was a big deflection though. It's like, here, listen to our political poo-poo song about how much woke people suck. But it's like, what was going on actually at that time instead of that song? Like, why did yeah. we focus on that? It's similar to this whole Taylor Swift thing. I couldn't care much less than I do about who she's dating. I mean, I think it's great that she, they, they have a nice partnership going there. But why is that really relevant at this point? Well, it, it in itself is not, but everything around it is. What's that sheltering? What's going on in the background? So yeah, I don't know if anyone else has some observations about this deflection stuff, but it's pretty prominent. Yeah. First and foremost, we love love here at The Daily Former. So good for you, Tasteway. Good for you, Travis Kelsey. But I think the far right is already conspiratorial about everything. Like every single thing, if you don't like it, it's because someone has gone out of their way to make your life or your whatever more difficult or miserable. And this Taylor Swift thing, I I think a lot of it is because The right for the longest time, at least up until I was in there in 2017, the far right thought that she was far right, that she's blonde, she's tall, she's pretty, she's all of these things, and she doesn't speak on politics. And the far right decided to make that mean that she wasn't speaking out because she actually was sympathetic and she never denounced the far right. And then when she finally did, everyone was like, oh, so she's just a whore or she is this she's that she's a fucking idiot and she's ugly and now she's dating this football player who pretty much became the de facto face of taking the vaccine for COVID-19 so you have these two wildly attractive insanely successful people that are dating and also believe in a progressive way of life and I think the far right thinks that they were starting to win because they had Marjorie Taylor Greene in Congress. There were several other people that were sympathetic to the far right being paid off or making their way in politics. And then you have the two most universally known people pretty much in the world banding together. And Taylor Swift fans are not to be messed with. So I think that frightens the far right. It makes them feel like their momentum that they have moving forward is being halted. And I think if I weren't doing this and I saw the Taylor Swift is hired by the CIA as an operative to get Joe Biden reelected, even as a normal person who knows that's insane, I would take the 10 minutes out of my day and ponder that and be like, how insane is that? Do I need to reach out to someone? Do I need to talk to someone? Instead of just being like, that's ridiculous. What is actually going on? What is underneath this surface? I think that's really hard for people to wrap their heads around. So instead of it just being like, yeah, a pretty pop star and a handsome football player are dating. Wow. 
who would have seen that coming? What movies could we possibly make about that? That is such a cliche. Taylor Swift, literally her first single was that cliche. She wears short skirts. I'm on the bleachers. The guy played football. She literally wrote this. It's crazy to me that she is literally Miss America. And the far right, who is America first, cannot accept mm-hmm. that. That's the big thing. They, they can't accept that she is more of an icon than a white dude. They, they can't let it be like, oh, there's a woman who's a billionaire. All those conspiracies about her money. Those are the most depraved conspiracies. Like she's not eligible to have that much money. I mean, she did all that work herself. That's her, yeah. she did that work. So like you said, she wrote the cliche song, but that's how every young girl is living, you know, or every guy on a football team is living. I know my daughter's high school. It's just like that. You can see it happening in real time. And that's why her music is popular because people relate to that shit. And she's smart for doing it. I think icons, when they change like this, people just can't handle it. Look at all the black female icons that we've got going on in the U.S. right now, too. The the whole Michelle Obama thing. That was a conspiracy theory for a while, right? Why? Because she's a black woman. That's why. And they hate it. They just, they couldn't handle it. it. It clearly happens more with women than it does with men. But I do find it to be really interesting that there was the decision to make this conspiracy that Michelle Obama's trans because she had really toned arms. Now Taylor Swift must be trans because she's tall. It's just this this really wild inability to accept, again, that someone was smart. Someone did use capitalism for their gain. And Taylor Swift also gives back to the community. She makes her fans feel like they're important. She put out one tweet and 35,000 people or something like that registered to vote. Taylor Swift is not an idiot. She is very smart. I mean, think about 2009, Kanye West, where he interrupts her and humiliates her in public. Honestly, if we're being real, single ladies fucking rips, you know, like it's so good. And I don't remember what song it was that Taylor Swift won for. So maybe Kanye was right. Did he have to do it that way? No. But throughout her entire career, almost every year, there's been some controversy with someone trying to say, like, Taylor Swift is a snake. She's a bad person. Here's a phone call with her and Kim Kardashian that was edited to make Taylor Swift look a certain way. And she still persevered above all of it. To bring it back to what we're talking about, all of these conspiracy theories suddenly coming out about Taylor Swift is all, you know, Trump's criminal trial is starting in a month. At least the first one. Trump is swimming in legal, financial, moral, ethical trouble. They're trying to do anything to take the attention off of how much they've fucked up the fact that they were gaining control of politics and they no longer are. And it's an election year. Can I add in here too? They've already done some polls on this, which is kind of interesting. I'm just kind of looking through a bit of this stuff here. But most Taylor Swift conspiracy theorists are also election deniers. So they're kind of like in that same vein, as well as one in three Republicans believe baseless Taylor Swift election conspiracy theories. This other poll found that's all that deflection piece too, right? Let's not talk about how crazy these people are because it is, it, it is fucking nuts. Like it's at a level of like, the PSYOP level, like, you know, she's involved in this international conspiracy to destroy conservatism. I don't think she considered that before in her life. Yeah, that also proves right that one other study we read, whereas the people most likely to believe a conspiracy theory already believe in another one. 
And if you're in fall right and you're already conspiratorial, it is a lot easier to worry about that. And my question is, if you're looking at this and you really believe this whole Taylor Swift thing, why is she doing a world tour if she is meant to sway American politics? Wouldn't she be doing an American tour? Why would she be doing all this and not focusing on the U.S.? Like, just think critically. The way I kind of read it is let's put somebody else in a bad spotlight so that no one sees our fuck ups. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is she's dating a football player who asked her out. And she said she asked him out because he had the guts to do it publicly and to risk it. Nowhere in there, in him practicing for the NFL, in her practicing for her world tour, would there be time for her to become a CIA operative? Sorry, I was just surfing the uh, Taylor Swift's feet Reddit and uh, just to inspire myself. You've been surfing that a lot, just a new hobby of yours? Just the comments get me going because then it links to other stuff and then you're in this weird vortex of things. Like, I, I believe she has a cat. Olivia Benson. Yes. So apparently the cat is part of this Satanist plot, which is very interesting. This is exactly what we're talking about. They will take anything. They're going to start doing, oh, she's wearing, I mean, Swifties already do it where they're like, Taylor Swift wore a green shirt. That's harkening back to this one album, which means she's probably doing X, Y, or Z. Swifties already do that. But now the far right is muddling in all of that. And if I know anything about the far right and how they operated and how they do recently, and I'm sure you guys are familiar there was a point right when I was leaving where I was talking to this one guy and he said that it was literally his job, part of his job, to work for TRS, for the right stuff. He would go onto Facebooks and forums and stuff like that, that were either apolitical or sort of political, sort of like the Taylor Swift fan base. And if there was anyone in there that seemed conservative, I guess in this case, it would be like, oh, Taylor Swift, find yourself an intellectual man and be a good wife. They will go in and create an account and respond and be like, yeah, a woman should be supportive of her man and kind of like infiltrate the comment section. I would not at all be surprised if they are making up conspiracies and going into Taylor Swift forums and trying to get people against Taylor Swift right now, which is hilarious to me. The upper crust of white folks, the legionnaires and the vigineers of the ethno state are just spending all of their time LARPing on a Taylor Swift forum. You know, that's really going to bring the ethno state home, guys. I think it's because you're a T-Swift fan. I would say I'm a kindred soul. She and I are the same age. So while I don't listen to her music, I used to Google her twice a year just to see how either of us were doing comparatively. There was a time where she was doing much better. She's now a billionaire, so she will forever be doing better than I am. But I'm pretty happy right now. And it sounds like she's catching up to me now with her little boyfriend. So whatever, Taylor. Anyway, I'm not a Swifty. I'm just more knowledgeable than I should be. Can we shift the conspiracy to the weird idea that Mayorkas and the Democrats are behind the mass immigrant invasion in the United States, and that's why he needs to be impeached, and also Jews are bad? H how are they connected? These folks end up interconnecting many conspiracy theories all at one time, so... Yeah, it's the Democrats that are behind creating Taylor Swift and making her this pop star and making this international feminist thing. And then behind closed doors, Mayorkas and the Biden administration are, you know, trying to mass immigrate people to the United States, which is destroying American culture, blah, blah, blah. 
you know where it goes, but they have to connect somehow for it to make sense in the conspiracy mind, right? I think we could also even tap in the Hunter Biden laptop situation where these are all nothing burgers that are actually wasting time and resources. But exactly as you said, it's a tension where if I wasn't a political person and I heard that a Democrat, I can't remember what his thing is, Secretary of, of State or something like that, or Secretary of Homeland Security or whatever. And I heard that he was impeached like, wow, that's a grave offense. That's a huge deal. But then when you find out that it was just the political gain thing, that's embarrassing. It must be really weird as Canadians to watch American politics turn from like actually trying to do things into this weird circus it's bizarre following it now. Like I, in my undergrad, I took some American history classes and American politics classes. So I think I have a fairly decent grounding in American politics from a historical standpoint. But just looking at it now, I just shake my head at the deflection and, and uh, different stories in the sidelines to your politics now. It's like nothing's concrete anymore. The deflection is a huge thing. It's hard to explain, but I mean, it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing yeah. to watch how far you guys have digressed in your ways of thinking and how people follow conspiracies and how they get latched on the tiniest little details instead of focusing on the greater picture. You know, I was thinking about that today. It happened because when Trump took office, he created this economy of attention. He was the first president so far. Don't get me wrong, Twitter's not been around long enough for it, but he was the first president that was like, I'm going to stay on my Twitter account and I'm going to post what I want, typos and all. The president of the United States is a respected and important position, but it's now something where the bar has been so deeply lowered. It happened because Trump accidentally became the architecture of this. I think it's even more than that. Lately, whenever Trump has a public engagement, he is flubbing his words. He's misremembering things like he's not all there. But because Joe Biden naturally has a stutter that he had to overcome, and I think Trump is letting everyone focus on that, and he's just going to keep saying outrageous stuff. I think he's doing it because he knows where his fan base is. He knows where those people are. And if he shows them and goes to a rally for 20 minutes, they're going to be 10 times more excited to vote for him than they were the day before he came to visit. It's illness of the mind. And I think also, a mistake that media is making is kind of what you're saying. No one's calling him out on misogyny because everyone assumes that everyone else knows he's a misogynist. So they're just kind of like, yeah, typical Trump, but they're normalizing it. But I think that's also kind of something that media does. Like, hate to be that person, but I mean, women are, you know, Hillary Clinton didn't win because she wasn't likable. The fuck does that mean? I don't give a shit if I like my president. I don't want to feel like I can get a beer with them after work. I want them to feel like they can run the fucking country. And I didn't, I don't have to like Hillary Clinton to think she could do that. I don't have to like Nikki Haley to think she can do that. I don't have to like Trump to think he can do that. But I don't think Trump can do that. And then we give control to the right to continue doing all this deflection shit. Like the right controls the media right now. They're controlling all the narratives. They are in their little think tanks are coming up with all of these Taylor Swift is a man. You just made uh, one of the biggest things that's going on right now in, the, in this anti-trans rhetoric stuff, right? 
It's literally everybody's trans. Why does it matter though? Even if they were, like, why are you so obsessed? From their music to the windbags talking about it to all the different comedians that are focusing on it. When you got into an argument with somebody who was also in the movement and then you called them a Jew or said, oh, they have Jewish ancestry. Similar to that. To the rest of us, being Jewish, okay, big deal, who cares, whatever. But to the movement, it's a huge sin to them. It's called ad hominem, which is a political thing where instead of arguing the point, you kind of say like, well, I don't have to listen to you. You're Jewish or you are this or that or whatever. What I also find really frustrating is that the right is basically saying sexualizing people is disgusting. We shouldn't be doing it. Why are they sexualizing everyone? This whole trans thing of like, don't say gay. You guys are the ones saying it. You want this freedom of choice. You want this freedom of individuality and all this stuff. Or like, you don't have to get the vaccine. Then why are you so pissed that people do? If you want the freedom of body, why are you restricting women's bodies and agency to their own health care? It all comes down, you know, obviously to the Bible, to Jesus, to all of that stuff. The Jesus that I know was a fucking hippie communist. It's all backwards. He was super Jewish, too. Also not white. I don't know what Bible they're reading. There was a lot of real pale people in that region at that time. Yeah, in the Middle East. Yeah, before sunscreen was invented. Yeah. Everyone was super white, for sure. Getting back to the deflection argument, instead of actually discussing things of value and things that impact society and people on whatever level, we're picking shit. Like, there's never going to be a time in my life where Taylor Swift's private jet impacts my life there's never going to be a time where travis kelsey's fucking beard or decision to like get the vaccine is going to change how i raise my son none of that fucking matters what does matter is the fact that i am terrified to put my son into school knowing that he is more than likely at this point going to be shot one day and every day I have to take a picture of him before I send him to school because that might be the last time that I ever see him. I have to think about that. I don't care if Taylor Swift straightens her fucking hair or not. It's a great deflection, isn't it? From the reality that we have to live in, in real fucking life over here. I speak publicly about this stuff. So I am naturally an enemy of a lot of these people. But again... Taylor Swift did wear his jacket to a party, and I feel like that definitely supersedes the fact that my son could die any day at school. Not to get dark. I don't think it's dark. I just think you're being honest. I mean, you've explained it pretty damn well. You know, if, if folks are out there listening to this, this stuff is, is so embedded within the far right and other ex types of extremist movements. Like, this is what it is. This is what they do. The far right eats this stuff up more than I think any other form of extremist movements because they want to destroy liberal democracy. That's the point. Well, and so, Laura, before that, I apologize. You just brought something yeah. up that I completely forgot to bring up. We all know that the far right has to rebrand itself more and more often because of how easy it is to spot it at this point. But the far right is so desperate for a win that I think, what was it last week or the week prior where it was like, so what if the left has Taylor Swift? We have cat turd. And it was just kind of like, you're so desperate. They will now lionize 
someone whose name is literally Cat Turd because they're so upset about Taylor Swift not following their script. If anyone really wanted, you know, and, and again, they claim people on the left are grifters and it's like, dog, the right is where the money is. You know, you're going to be backed by all kinds of people. Look at, look at, they're dumb as a box of hair, but they have fucking money. They're getting paid by people. It's just a very interesting desperation that the far right has. And Cat Turd is not going to be selling out stadiums anywhere. They're not going to be doing anything. Sorry, can someone explain to me Cat Turd? There's this middle-aged guy on Twitter who went by Cat Turd 2. Not even Cat Turd 1, Cat Turd 2. And they just post these hot takes. But because the account was so snarky, it got popular on Twitter and they started like adding Elon Musk and asking for stuff. And they kind of became this micro celebrity in that whole thing that now they're kind of like, well, we don't need an international superstar who's multi-talented and successful. We have an Internet troll. And it's like, that's all you have is Internet trolls. Sure, add it to the collection of people to block. It's sad. It's, it's crazy. It's brain rot. That's a deflection. Mm-hmm. That's a deflection. So I apologize for interrupting you, Brad. It just reminded me of that. There's just so much there and there's so much to do to educate people about what this is really about, right? I mean, there's been a lot of work. I suggest people go look up academic research, go look up some of these think tanks that are doing work on conspiracy theories, because there is so much there that gives way to explaining what we've been talking about this whole time. I know we've been focused in on pop star sensations and some of the loudmouths of the far right, things like that. But this is what it takes to create the vast area that these guys have to operate under. Like they worked really hard to get Lauren Boebert that spot and MTG that spot. You know, 10 years ago, can you imagine if somebody like that was like, yeah, I'm I'm just here talking about some Jewish lasers. People would be like, sorry, what the fuck? But we're in a polarized time where people are like, well, maybe she has a point. How the fuck did we get to, does she have a point about Jewish space lasers? That's not a thing. I think that's what Jamie was bringing up, right? How did we get to this? It is really crazy to think about in a year and a half-ish, it'll be 10 years since Donald Trump entered the political arena. So it really has been 10 years of this de-evolution of American politics. This did not happen overnight. If you read, I can't remember, I think it was in the Atlantic, maybe, or in uh, New York Times, where Trump was running for president and everyone was like, we need to calm down. What is he going to do? Like, try and close the borders for the U.S.? Like, he's an ally to the gays because Trump made it seem like that when he was running. Everyone kept saying only an idiot would try and do things that Trump later on went on and tried to do. And again, with his dumb kafefe tweets and all of that stuff, those were all deflections for all the stuff that was going on. And now media has caught on to it and has realized they get more clicks. They don't care about the quality of their content. They care about the quantity and how many people go on the site and are mad. And it doesn't matter if you're a rationally minded person. This entire conversation that we've had has also in itself become a bit of a deflection where instead of us actually talking about stuff that matters, we're all so flustered and frustrated and angry about the stuff that the far right is doing 
that we're actually talking about the deflection instead of the fact that Donald Trump is starting a criminal trial, instead of the fact that Mayorkas was impeached, instead of all of that other stuff that's going on, even in being mad about the deflection, we're still thinking about the deflection. And that is a bummer. So essentially, it's working, the deflection. Yeah. Let me ask this question to you guys, because maybe I already know it. I'm guessing it's just misogyny. Is there a reason why there's this obsession with women being trans? The far right, like being convinced that Taylor Swift is trans or Michelle Obama is trans or that we can always tell crowd. Why do they think that Taylor Swift and all these women are trans? What is that about? They're just jealous. That's honestly what I think. I'll give a bit of context. Folks who are trans, they are being who they want to be. They're just doing their thing. They're just saying, this is who I want to be as a person. This is who I am. Take me for who I am. And that's a legit thing. I think you're jealous because you don't know who you are. What is your identity? Is your identity your race? Because that's fucking... Nothing. You're just a white dude? Wow. How unique. <laughs> like, is that your best thing that you can do? Like, what else can you do? Which, like, also, there's nothing wrong with being a mediocre white person. Absolutely not. That's fine. That's a cool identity. And a lot of guys, girls have it. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. I do think we'll leave it here. Thank you so much for listening. And stay tuned. We have a couple other surprises in store for you to be more engaged, to ask questions, and to bring up current events that you think we should be talking about. Thank you guys so much for talking. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 See you.